And welcome everybody to Geeking Squad Podcast. We are in episode number six. I got six. That's all there is. You know, you guys don't even know what that nope. is, right? Yeah, you're on As own. usual. Schoolhouse Rock, man. It's Schoolhouse Rock, okay? You say it's hilarious. Oh, man. Anyway, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Larry. Across the way, just looking at me like, God, he's always talking about shit. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> is one of my co-hosts, none other than... Vito. And then the, uh, I don't yes. know what you want to call her, the uh, <laughs> the, the sticky sucker lollipop that uh, somebody laid on the table here. <laughs> Lint. <laughs> Lint and hair and, yeah, oh. and spittle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, she is the, uh, she is the sticky stuff that keeps us together and keeps us moving forward because Lord knows me and Vito would have lost the plot ages <laughs> <Yeah>. ago <laughs> if Meg wasn't going, come on, let's get it together. Stay with me, boys. <laughs> it is none other than. Megan. And uh, the whole point of this is that we pick topics that, by and large, you find people post in the Geeking Squad group on Facebook. You guys post memes and really cool articles about TV shows and movies and UFO stuff and all sorts of different things. And we pick our favorite ones, the ones we felt like, okay, we have something to say. I got something to say. <laughs> it's better to burn out. And then to fade away. You know what that is? No. You know what that is, right? I was going to say it's a Danzig song. But... Oh, God. <laughs> it's Def Leppard, man. Oh. Def Leppard. Can you all at home tell? <laughs> Can you tell that there is a serious age gap here between myself and my co-hosts? Because, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the problems. <laughs> anyway. So we've made it to six episodes, and uh, yeah, it's been fun. It has been fun. Mm -hmm. we, and we've got a lot to talk about, man. There's been a lot of stuff shared lately, so I don't want to wait too long to delve into that stuff, but I always have to ask. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask because I already know the answer. <laughs> How are you both doing? I I've been better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have been better. Mm -hmm. She's limping around here using a cane. Yep, I, I tore a ligament in my foot. It's Ouchie. not pleasant. <laughs> not pleasant at all. I'm trying to remember now, have we had one episode of, <laughs> of the Geeking Squad since we started this where Megan wasn't like, I'm sick, I'm injured, I'm sick and injured. Has there been one yet? Because I don't think there has been. There, there might have been. I think the last one was all Vito when his tire fell off. Yeah. Well, that's not him injured. Well, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> this is just who I am. Well, Vito, I trip on air. You do. That's why Vito was. That's what I did. He's he's already threatening to make you a bubble suit. Yeah, I kind of want it. You seriously need it. I do. It, it is ridiculous how much you injure yourself. It kind of is. Just it's, it's my life. Oh my god! It's usually on those steps at your house too, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yep, it's one of the steps. Yeah. Yeah. Megan can't handle steps. I think there's only what, like two, three steps there or something. Well, the ones this, yeah, this time it was going down three steps. And oh, the, it was. It was the last one, and I rolled my foot. Well, you asked for three steps, and they gave you three steps more. So. Right? <laughs> three steps back. <laughs> I was gonna say you're supposed to take two steps forward. And then I take two steps back. You don't know what song that is either, right? I want to say it's like Backstreet Boys or oh. Sync or <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Do you know what song it is? No. Oh, I'm my God. I'm going to kick myself. What is it? It's Opposites Attract by, oh, Paula, right. by Zapala oh. Abdul. That's right. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I'll give you that one. Oh Backstreet Boys. Remember that video where she's dancing with that wolf right. in a zoot suit or whatever? Yeah, the cartoon thing that they ripped off Anchors Away and Gene Kelly and whatever. <laughs> Forget it. Anyway. I have a hurt foot. Get off my back. <laughs> your back ain't hurt. I'll get on your back all, you, all I, I want. I did that last time. So <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It's always That was something. the other steps. <laughs> oh my it was gosh. only one step. <laughs> and I... 
All right, Vito, are you okay? Uh, yeah, I guess as as good as I can be. <laughs> At least I don't have like a, a ligament that's torn or something. It could be yeah. worse, I guess, right? No physical injuries. No. <laughs> well, you've got a torn ligament in Vito's Vito's back at work, so yeah. it's a matter of deciding which is worse. Which sucks more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think with that, let's just get right into it because it's time to start delving into some of our favorite little tidbits, and it's in a segment that we affectionately call. What's shaking, bacon? It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, never gonna get off. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that in now. That's that's gonna be that that goofy spring thing is just gonna always be in there yes. because here, one more time. <laughs> First of all, you know what? I'm just gonna get right in there because it's something I don't want this to get lost because this is very important. So I want this to be the first order of business, and that is that. I notified people just yesterday, basically, that Walmart has severely marked down a bunch of their Star Wars vintage collection toys. I know this is very important to all of us here. Very important, (laughs) yes. Megan and Vito don't care at all. (laughs) But (laughs) they do not care. They don't collect this stuff. But I collect. I know some of you collect and everything. Mm -hmm. They actually, uh, I I found this information on a Star Wars collector's forum. Otherwise, I wouldn't even have known about this. I have yet not been fortunate enough to take uh, advantage of this deal because all the Walmart Walmarts that I've been to lately are totally wiped out. They don't have anything, man. It's because they discounted everything. Everybody's already come in and wiped it out. Yeah, maybe. It could be. I'm They're not... just hiding it in the back. Yeah, that's. it could. Who knows? But all I know is that a couple of recent toys that came out. One of them was the Jabba the Hutt's Palace playset mm-hmm. that came with two action figures in there, carded action figures. It came with Han Solo in the Carbonite and one of the uh, alien creatures, Reese. Both of those figures come in the box with this, you know, fairly sizable. It's not the greatest playset I've ever seen, mm-hmm. but it's it's okay, you know. It was originally somewhere around forty or fifty dollars retail. They are selling them now for thirteen ninety nine. Wow, that is a deep discount. That is a deep discount, and <laughs> and and you get two figures in there, so you oh, get that's the really good. I mean, those figures you so can't like twenty bucks each or yeah, 15, close fifteen. Like yeah, Jeez. yeah, yeah. So nice. right, below cost you're getting that right, right, <laughs> and. They have the uh, Jabba's, uh, the Tatooine skiff boat thing, you know, that okay. they try to throw Luke and Han into the Sarlacc pit mm-hmm. and all that. They have that vehicle. And again, that thing was going, I think that was regular retail for around 50 or $60. They are blowing those out at $9.99. Wow. wow. $9.99, man. So anyway, just wanted to get that out there for <laughs> any of you out there that, because if you're like me, like there's a lot of those things and I like them. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I wouldn't mind having it, but I'm not paying fifty bucks for it. No, I just—that's a lot. It is a lot. It's too much. Ten bucks? Yeah. I mean, come on. That's I'll buy like five of them right now. <laughs> 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 but I mean, ten ten bucks? Yeah, I'll buy one of those because I mean, that's about what you would have paid for something like that back in 1983. You know, so. If not more, actually. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty good deal. I just wanted to get that out there for all of you like grown dorks, up, <laughs> dorks like me. Yeah, that that still buy toys and things like that. I'm going to segue. I'm going to make this a nice smooth segue. Since we're talking about Star Wars stuff, there's been a little Star Wars thing that was in the news, but it wasn't your typical Star Wars news. It specifically had to do with Darth Vader. Okay. (laughs) But what it was, was that a man in Jamaica just won a 95 million jackpot, like a lotto jackpot. And when he showed up to claim it, he wore a Darth Vader helmet. Oh. So nobody would know he won. Nobody would know. Oh, that's kind of smart. Well, here's the thing. I don't think, I mean, it was an interesting choice of helmet, mask to wear. And everything, but looking into it, I guess there was a lot of people that were sort of like criticizing it and stuff like online. I saw people that were like, oh, it's stupid. Why is he doing, you know, and being goofy, blah, blah, blah. The problem is, is that I know there have been times people have done it here, but I guess that's like pretty normal down in like Jamaica when people win lottery and stuff. They like won't show their face or anything because unfortunately 
there's a lot of crime down there. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm not being, you know, racist or judgmental by saying this. This this is what (laughs) this is what the man himself said. You know what I mean? That Uh lived down there. He said he just if they know you've all of a sudden got, you know, this money and everything. And it's also probably to protect like loved ones or anything like that. So you don't wind up in some kind of weird Liam Neeson, like, you know, uh, (laughs) ransom kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah. So, but I guess like, so he showed up in this Darth Vader mask and just kind of threw everybody for a loop. Cause normally I guess people just kind of like cover their face in a normal way, like with a with ba- bag or okay. yeah, hair. No, that would be me. That's you. Hope. I would do it's that. Just you. Okay. I could just put all my hair in front of my face. Okay. Like cousin it. Exactly. <laughs> but I think anybody who knows me would pretty easily figure out. It's it was like, Hey, this Larry. <laughs> yeah. Unless there was a girl in that town named Leia. And then her dad just mysteriously got beat up and robbed for no reason. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, Hey, we Aww. know who that is. It's <laughs> Leia's father. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've always thought if I won the lotto, I wouldn't I wouldn't want my face to be shown because I don't want everybody coming to me for handouts and stuff. I, if I want to help somebody, I want to help them. I don't want people to come to me for and I say, hey, you won the lotto. Just peer out of nowhere. Like, I don't even know you. You haven't talked to me in 10 years. Get remember out when here. I went to first grade with you for that one year and then I left the school and I never saw you again? Hey, yeah. Yeah, I remember I need like study, a million dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> Screw you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would absolutely happen. Absolutely. And there's a the guy in Florida that, I don't know, he was like attacked and went disappeared and then he ended up dead and he had won the lotto. Yeah. So I was like, I ain't show my face. No. Yeah. That ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> so if all of a sudden Megan just disappears at one point, we need to find out whether or not she played she lotto that week. Yep. <laughs> yep. Touching on a little bit of stuff, kind of like callback to things that we've talked about in the past episodes of the Squadcast. Did you guys see that there's a new trailer for Bill and Ted? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this a few episodes ago when they released the first trailer. And so I saw, I guess, I, I guess we weren't the only people that were underwhelmed with that trailer because they had a bunch of people that were like, you okay, this didn't, this didn't entice us, you know? Yeah, no. So they put out a new trailer that's got a lot more scenes, a lot more information. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about it? I was trying so hard to be optimistic as I watched it. I was like, I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe. I was like, Ugh. I, I'm not hopeful, guys. It just seems kind of contrived, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know. This just isn't one of those things that I ever said to myself, like, yeah, you know what really needs another sequel? Bill and Ted. Like, what happened to them? Like 30 years later, yeah. or whatever it is. <laughs> it, it's, it's just... What happened to them? They got old. I was just going to say. <laughs> and that's they basically... so fucking old in this trailer. That's basically what it's about, too, is that it looks like they're, they're fathers now, and they're just kind of like... They've never fulfilled their prophecy of saving the world and uniting the world with this song. But even that, I thought... I thought they did. I thought at the end of Bogus Journey... They get up and they sing the Kiss song, God Gave Rock and Roll to You. And I thought that was supposed to be it. I thought that was like, oh, they did it. And now the world, you know, and now it's like, oh, no, you guys never did it. And you're just like lame losers that play at like bars and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm taking that personally. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and now it's here's the other problem I have with it. As they revealed in this new trailer. They have kids and their kids now kind of get sucked into it and the kids have to go and like help them out and, mm-hmm. and they go on their own little adventure. And every- that, too, is another trope that they are milking to fucking death lately, <laughs> because that's going to be the theme of the next Ghostbusters yeah. sequel. Yeah. That's got uh, what's his face from Stranger Things in it and everything. Uh, and Finn yeah, from yeah. Stranger Things and all that. And it's the whole thing of like, well, now it's their grandkids or whatever that are going to go follow. And it, it, they just keep doing that. And I'm like, it's, I don't know. It's not that clever. Yeah. And the title of the movie is just fucking dumb, man. I'm sorry. You're Face still the stuck music. on that. Yeah, I'm still stuck <laughs> on it, man. I just, oh, I don't know. No, I haven't. It. Well, no. maybe there's something that happens in the movie that kind of makes that title have more 
Like, his face is not buying that. <laughs> Vito's you guys not, can see his face Vito's not, not feeling it. He's not facing the music at all. No. <laughs> don't want it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm going to watch this movie. Yeah, I'll give it a shot, but I'm I'm not holding out much hope. Yeah, it just, I, I just kind of, I mean, again, I'm how much 30 some odd years later. Um, you know, I was a teenager when Bill and Ted first came out, mm-hmm. but I remember seeing the trailer and the commercials on TV and stuff and laughing at it. Like there were things I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Like, oh, OK. That. And I watched two trailers now for this. And both times I'm like, there was nothing in those trailers that even made me chuckle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're saving all the good stuff for the actual movie. I, I hope so. But I think you saw the whole movie in this new trailer, <laughs> yeah, man. You know, know exactly what's going to happen. Beat pretty, by that's beat, not pretty good. Much, you know? <laughs> pretty much. But um, <clears throat> I guess we'll see. Vito, you posted something really cool in the chat about a certain documentary you saw. Yes. And that documentary was Doomed, right? Is that what we're talking about? The Untold Story of Roger Corman. Okay, yeah, Doomed, The Untold Story of Roger Corman's The Fantastic Four. Okay. Yeah, that... Now, have you guys ever seen the Fantastic Four movie that Corman made? On YouTube, yeah, I've seen most of it. Okay, have you ever seen it? Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be saving that one for one of our movie... uh, I'm kind of scared based on everybody's comments. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it, yeah, it's pretty bad. I was oh, just boy. gonna say we're gonna ask Vito, right? <laughs> like, like he's gonna sit there and say it's bad because this is the guy that recommended Sharkenstein to us. It's pretty bad, yeah. That it's bad if Vito says it's bad. Just the the arm waving scene at the end. Is well, pretty... okay, I'm not actually going to say that because he thinks Twister's bad. So never mind. I take that back. Right, right. I take it back. Right. So if Vito says it's bad, it may be good. It might be good. It might be like reverse psychology here, you know. I'm sorry. What did you say about an arm twisting off? There's an arm waving scene at the very end, and it's this awful effect that they did. It's one of many awful effects that they did. <laughs> but the, the thing actually looks really good. No, they did a good job on the thing in it and stuff. Yeah, he's he, the rock thing. He's, he looks really cool. Yeah, they actually put money into that. Okay, the costume for him, you know. It's not that bad. I'm sorry. I know people say, oh, it's like one of the worst movies ever made. It's bad. But I've seen way worse, you know? (laughs) Shark (laughs) inside. Yeah. Yeah, especially lately. I've seen way worse. I mean, yeah, it's bad and everything. I mean, but again, they had like no budget. Well, I mean, that's what this whole doomed documentary is about and stuff is just talking about the whole crazy process that went and thought process behind making this movie because didn't they kind of want to make it bad like not even that they wanted to make it bad but it was just like they didn't care uh well apparently this they knew this film was never to be released ever it was just kind of like this is how we're going to secure the rights to eventually make our own big blockbuster version of the fantastic four in a few years but in the meantime we have to start production on something so they let us keep the rights for I don't know how many years it is, right. six or seven or whatever, right. you know? So that's what oh, it was. so but, they just slapped something together. Right, but all the actors were like, oh man, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be our big break. We're actually making this badass movie. And they didn't know that the higher-ups were like, yeah, well, it's not really oh, going to be put out there. Sucks. And the actors put like their own money into promotion yeah. and stuff <gasps> for like a year while yeah. it was still in post-production. Like tens of thousands of dollars to go on these promotional tours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. I'd be demanding my money back. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you guys. <laughs> um, did you guys see? I finally delved into the Unsolved Mysteries, mm. and I I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mind it so much that it wasn't narrated by somebody. Um, it kind of felt more like a documentary. Yeah, yeah in I can that see way, that. kind of thing. Um, but they have more episodes coming. Apparently, that was only half of season one. Mm. So there's another six episodes coming, and rumor has it they're coming in like October ish. Oh, really? Maybe? Well, that's for Halloween or for something. Halloween, yeah. yeah. So maybe something spooky. Hopefully for Halloween. Yeah. Um, but I guess the director of Abducted in Plain Sight will be doing one of them. So I can only imagine what kind of fucked up story <laughs> this is going to be. If it's anything like that story. Yeah. Did you guys see that? No, uh, abdu- I was just going to say, what's the Abducted in Plain that Sight? That is about a little girl who 
their family befriends this guy and he basically ends up just running off with this little girl mm. and he tries to marry her and stuff and, he, and he, they bring him back get the girl back and he gets her again <sighs> and not only that but like the parents individually start like fucking with this guy too and it i mean it is beyond disturbing oh man i was like what is wrong with these parents <laughs> I mean, it, it was a really fucked up story. So if it's anything like that, oh boy. we're in for a wild ride, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I really enjoyed the first six episodes. I was pleasantly surprised. But I, I wonder if you giving us the warning... Helped. Helped. You kind of knew what you were to expect for or whatever. that, yeah. yeah so. what, what's good, though, I saw a couple articles where they're re-examining some of those cases now. They exhumed one of the kid's bodies. Yeah, Alfonso, figure, I think. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, they so exhumed that, his body, so hopefully he'll get answers for that yeah, one. So that's good that it kind of brought some new interest yeah. into the case, you know? So yeah, yeah. that's, that's awesome. a plus. And it sounds like um, Netflix hasn't decided on a season two yet, which, mm. I mean, it kind of seems it's such a hit. Why not go on season two? Yeah. But I guess they always wait till a couple weeks after season one's officially aired. So since half of it's still yet to air, they're waiting. But the directors and stuff say they have hundreds of episodes, ideas anyways, in the bank already. Mm. So they're, they're ready to go as soon as they get season two. Mm. But season the other six episodes, they're already aired, they're edited, they're everything, they're in the box, they're ready to go. So we just got to wait for an air date. Another thing that I didn't get a chance to really look into it, but maybe you did. It's another thing that kind of throws back to an old thing we talked about on a squad talk was we talked about the whole thing with the people searching and supposedly finding that buried treasure that that one eccentric guy had buried up in the mountains and stuff. And now, am I to understand, there's another buried treasure hunt going on now? There is. Um, I think this one's up in Michigan. Um, so a joy store owner has apparently chosen multiple spots. I guess there's dozens or something spots that he's buried jewelry and treasure in all these spots. You know, you got to go through waterfalls and trek all these different places. But everybody knows you don't go chasing waterfalls. No. You don't. <laughs> You just st- if TLC taught us anything. Exactly. <laughs> Don't let left eye just be gone in vain. So all right. Maybe if you see a waterfall, just avoid that one. <laughs> yes. Do stick the, to the rivers and the lakes that you're yeah, used to. Stick on the okay? streams. Yeah. yeah. Some place you got to kayak to. You know, they, they really made it difficult. So. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. I'm gonna. I'm just ignoring you. I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> you just keep on over there. Um, but I guess this launches in August. Mm-hmm. And you can buy tickets. They're forty nine dollars. Of course, they are. <laughs> but the prizes, each prize is worth about four thousand dollars. Well, that's a good return on investment, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So if you find for him and just just <laughs> <laughs> it's smart. It is. I think it's kind of fun, and I think it'd be fun just to go up there and and follow these clues around and try to see if you can find something. I wonder if he actually put stuff from a store in those spots, or if he's just making this whole thing up. I don't know. I think there's actually something out there. Yeah, a bunch of cubic zirconia. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys. Well. Forget you. I'm going to go on my treasure hunt by myself. (laughs) You guys are buzzkills. You don't even care about the treasure part. You just want to go on the hunt. I do. Yeah, it's the hunt that excites me. Right. You just want to go traipsing through waterfalls. I want us to get all the clues and put our heads together. And not be assholes about it. Well, then that's and a lost cause. <laughs> true. That's true. Okay. Maybe not be complete assholes about it. Yeah. And find the treasure. I don't care what the treasure is. I could just be a piece of paper saying, you've won. I was like, I'm happy. I won. I found it. Look how happy I am. <laughs> I'm easily happy. I see that. <laughs> so, but I think that's kind of cool. Keeping the, the dream alive. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of fun. It'd be cool if they did more things like this. I mean, I know we talked about this a little bit before with that last treasure thing, Mm -hmm. but I'm kind of surprised, and and maybe they will start doing more stuff like this now. Maybe this will start like a trend. I'm surprised more like corporations or somebody, 
wouldn't do that. It, it's kind of like Ready Player One thing where it's like this big corporations like if you yeah. solve all these clues and you go find this, you know, treasure and then it's like you get some major prize. But yeah. just the amount of it's a major award. <laughs> yeah, it, it just the amount of press, you know, PR right. and everything. Of, yeah. It's a good and, marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. strategy. Right. Right, exactly. So I, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised more people haven't done this. Maybe they will. Maybe yeah, that's going to be a thing now. Yeah. And anyway, before we get to the end of our Shake and Bacon uh, little tidbits, uh, going to shout out to uh, you guys in the squad that have been contributing and posting <laughs> a bunch of different stuff. And it's it's been really good. I know George has been hitting us up with all sorts of really choice <laughs> memes lately. Those, those are great. Man. Oh, I love the battery one. The Batman one. Yeah. Yeah. That's right up our alley. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Terry? <laughs> Bat Terry. Oh, so stupid. I loved it. <laughs> that is your stupid so humor right humor. there. But anyway, yeah, George, keep it up, man. You yes, just keep please. keep posting the memes because there's been some uh it's been a nice distraction from all the other bullshit that's <laughs> been normally just getting posted left and right on social media. So mm-hmm. we appreciate it. Yeah, everybody keep them coming. And n- not long before we started recording, mm-hmm. um our pal Angie actually referred to something that we just talked about in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. She said she actually checked out that Aries show we talked about. Yeah, the the supposedly too scary. Super scary. <laughs> too scary to finish watching show. Yeah, yeah. Apparently that's a bust. <laughs> well, it is Dutch, so. Per- yeah, she said it isn't. <laughs> she, it, it, she said it isn't Dutch, but you can use subtitles to make it English. Okay. Um. But yeah, she said Twitter totally let her down. <laughs> it just so wasn't it was, that scary. It wasn't as scary. She said um, it was a mostly build up to start season two. Okay. Kind of like you get to know everybody and what's happening and then all the shit starts really happening in the last episode. Mm-hmm. So then it leaves you with a cliffhanger. So you tune back in for season two. Except when the show gets canceled, if they do it after a second season, like Cleopatra 2525. God damn Cleopatra 2525. <laughs> <laughs> I never even watched it, oh, but dude. I just The show's great, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's the risk you run, I guess. Saving all the shit to the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that does suck. No, I don't even want to hear that. One of the worst instances of that ever happening to me was a show, I think it was an HBO show. Maybe it was Showtime. Forgive me, somebody's going to correct me on this. Called Carnival. Okay. That came out back, uh, I don't know, a decade ago mm-hmm. or so. That show, it only had two seasons. That show was fucking phenomenal. One of the best, that's what te- I heard. One of the best TV shows mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Okay, that's how wow. good it was. Nick Stahl was in that. Yep. And he played John Connor in Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Oh, so there that's you go. That's right that's there. All that's you all you need, need to know, fellas. <laughs> that's all you need. So yeah, he was, he was in Terminator 3 and Clancy Brown is in Carnival, who was the Kurgan in Highlander. Highlander. So you've got... You've got a Terminator and a Highlander like connection there. How could it be bad? <laughs> you can't go wrong. But anyway, it's a really good show. I too much to get into to try and explain it. It's a weird show too, but it's it's awesome. But that was another one where it built up and built up and built up, and it left us on this amazing cliffhanger at the end of season two, and then they Nothing. cancel it. Yeah. So I, when it I, I I really hated when that <laughs> happened. So. Yeah, so hopefully, with this Aries show, hopefully they'll follow through. I think with as much attention as it's gotten... I think it will. I can't see it not, so we'll see. Time will tell. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.
And I think it's about time that we get into a little bit of squad talk, which is where we pick one or two couple little things that, uh, you know, one or all of us want to really focus on. And I've been obsessing about this quite a bit (laughs) lately because we talked about this episodes ago and there just continues to be more stuff coming out. And it's all this stuff having to do with the Pentagon and the military and stuff coming forward being pressured into coming forward with more information on unidentified flying objects. Um, apparently, there have been a couple of articles that have, came, that have come out from New York Times. I guess what it comes down to is, since there was so much more information leaked out or that they were kind of forced to make more public about some of these encounters with these unidentified objects. Now there's a bunch of pressure on them to have to answer for what these things are and what they know about it. And the reason being is because I think that in the past when there would be certain things, I mean, we, we know the famous stories about like, you know, Oh, it was a weather balloon that you saw over Mm -hmm. area 51 and all that kind of stuff. Like they'd always write it off as something like that or, Oh, it was probably some, something that the Russians came up with and we just don't know about. And we, you know, they would always sort of write it off. They would never admit that it was something beyond our technology, technology or or knowledge and yeah, or out of this world. Right. But now the problem is because we've got this actual proof um, of these unidentified objects uh, coming into contact with our naval fighter planes and flying over our military bases and stuff like that. There's all this pressure, not just from the public, but even from people in like Congress, you know, congressmen and senators and governors and blah, 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 that are sitting there saying, we need answers as to what these things are. What's going on with this stuff? Because if these things are that close to our military bases and stuff. Even I think a lot of these people aren't even looking at it necessarily like these are aliens, you know, these are ETs. Mm -hmm. They're more looking at it like, are these unidentified objects that are coming from China or they're coming from Russia or something like Mm -hmm. that? Because they're, they're could be causing a major problem if they're doing this. So it puts, the Pentagon and all them in a tough spot because normally they would kind of write that stuff off as being, Oh, it's probably some foreign thing. We're just not hip to. But now if they sit there and say, yeah, that's what we believe it is. Then there's all this pressure on them to have to come forward with more knowledge about it, especially if they have, which a lot of people believe they have actually intercepted these things and have actual physical evidence of what these things are. That's the bit that they have not come forward with yet. They've presented the video evidence and said, yeah, that we don't know what that is. And the way it's moving and the way it's it from all appearances, that's beyond our understanding. And so if it's a foreign powers thing from an earthly foreign powers thing, you know, Uh, We don't know or whatever. Mm -hmm. But now there's all this belief that they have physical evidence of it. So if they do, (laughs) they're kind of caught between a rock and a hard place because they they have to say, yeah, we have physical evidence of it. And they have to. And if they say, well, if they try to just write it off because they don't want to admit it's E.T., you know, it's close encounters or some shit. If they want to say, oh, yeah, well, it's. It's some, it's gotta be some, it's earthly. It was made on earth or whatever. Well, that presents a whole big problem because right now, especially they're terrified of the idea of China or Russia or somebody having that kind of technology and having it over here in our airspace over our bases and everything. So they can't just write it, you know, easily brush it off is that to everybody because now that is, I think, in many ways, a lot of these people are more concerned about that than they are concerned about if it's actual ETs. Yeah, aliens, easy way out now. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So if they sit there and say, yeah, this is from a foreign country's thing, then there's like, it's like an oh shit 
moment for them. And they're like, uh, they've got a lot of explaining to do, you know. But then if they sit there and say, well, no, it's not. Okay, we don't know what it is. It must be from another planet. It's from out of this world. Well, then there's that whole fucking can of worms that it opens up. Anyway, it's just interesting to me that all this information that's coming out there that's kind of gradually getting put out there into the public uh, space and everything, like the, making those videos public. I mean, mm-hmm. I know they'd been around for a while, but them actually copying to it and being like, yeah, it's legit. And not just discrediting the the pilots who saw it, and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or trying to write it off as, oh, it was a test it was a test exercise or some shit. They actually admit like, yeah, we don't know what that is. And now there's like these things coming out because they have this whole um, thing that is the advanced aerospace threat identification program, which narrowed, uh, uh, shortened. It's the A-tip. A-tip. <laughs> A-A-T-I-P. Because we're all on the A-tip. Anyway, the, they're... They released one of these slides out here that it says the Pentagon's UFO program has been using unclassified slides to uh, debrief government officials and stuff on the threats of these advanced aerospace vehicles, these AAVs. And when you look now, this is an actual slide that the Pentagon made. Okay, and it says they're talking about this threat identification program and it says twofold nature of threat one current threat aav phenomena of foreign uh a foreign uh derivation or derived from foreign Uh and then it says including off world for the first time to my knowledge they're admitting that the nazi moon base is in fact (laughs) legit (laughs) Well, who knows? What about the what about the Nazi uh, alien hybrid base that was down in the in the Antarctica? Yeah. That's true. I, so my point I'm getting at here is that, in for one of the first times to my knowledge, an actual official thing from the Pentagon even mentions that they're looking into it possibly being off-world. Like in the past, they've always just sort of brushed that off and been like, nope, 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 we, we, don't, we don't take any of that seriously. We don't believe in that. It's always an earthly explanation. To be a pain in the ass about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, off-world, I don't know, could that possibly be just kind of like inside lingo or something like that? It doesn't technically really mean literally off world it could be meaning something else i don't know i mean i guess they can always try to back step and like change things around and say well when we said that we meant that you know i <laughs> put don't know. hashtag in front of it <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> put it in quotations you know when it including off world <laughs> you know because they say like third world countries so right. maybe they mean something i don't know off the world <laughs> i don't know but maybe just a carrier in the air, technically not on uh, this yeah. world because like it's in the air. Up yeah, there. exactly. Or it's the reptilians in the center of the earth because technically they're not on the world; they're, they're not off of this it, world. just inside it. Right? Exactly. You know? See, well, There's so many things they could mean. <laughs> and the second, uh, the the second part of the twofold threat here, they say, is future threat. So they're talking about current threat. That's when they mention the off-world thing. Uh, and then two future threat when they say potential terrestrial. Now, they didn't say extraterrestrial mm-hmm. potential terrestrial adversaries achieving significant breakthroughs in the development of game changing disruptive technologies based on evaluations of AAV phenomena from sensor data or crash retrieved materials. So here that's what I'm saying. It's like now they're being pressured into having to reveal if they have any retrieved crash materials and they're going to have to kind of give some sort of answer, I guess, on its origin. I wonder if they mean... So they're talking about like terrestrial crashed vehicles. Is that kind of what I'm gathering from that? Yeah. Yeah, like if like one of our planes just got shot down overseas and they captured that technology or something, they could use that against us? Mm, I, I guess... But it's saying here that it's, you know, with this advanced aerospace vehicles, including off-world, and materials retrieved from crashes of unidentified phenomena. (laughs) Phenomena. (laughs) Sorry, every time. But uh, the one thing it mentions in this article is it says that sources tell them that AAV, 
the advanced aerospace vehicles, does not refer to vehicles made in any country, Russian, Chinese, or otherwise, but is used to mean technology in the realm of the truly unexplained. And, and they claim that all their briefings, everything they're going to be coming out with and stuff is going to be based on facts, not just beliefs. Yeah. Anyway, I guess the whole thing I'm getting at with this is that it's interesting. We brought this up before, but it just keeps really getting at me. It's interesting that this is all coming out now when the world, our country in particular, but the world is really preoccupied with other things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if this was five years ago, this would have been like really big news. I think there'd been a lot more people talking about it. It would have been more newsworthy and stuff, but instead it ends up just sort of, you know, no pun intended, going under the radar. Mm -hmm. But these are all like legit articles. These are not like, this is all legit info. This isn't just some crazy website that the dude from Blink-182 has, you (laughs) know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Talking about stuff where people can dispute it or they can go, well, none of these people actually have insight. This is all stuff like that thing that I was quoting from is, is from a slide from the Pentagon. Do you guys think we're going to get some legit answers on any of this stuff like soon in the relatively near future? No. I doubt it. No? Why? I don't know. I don't think I don't think we're going to learn of aliens existence or I don't know. I think it's going to be something else like off world like being maybe it was made on a space station. Right. And it came down here. Could be a space shuttle, like a Soyuz capsule or something that that technically is off world. I guess I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I think they're gonna find some kind of way to explain all of it away. I really don't know. I I I normally agree with you guys on this, and I'm like, yeah, they'll never let us know. There's just something in my gut that has me thinking, like, well, maybe now, maybe it's time. Maybe, maybe because of everything going on and how everything is so schismic. I mean, it's one of those things where it could go so many different ways. Like they could ad- admit that they have some off-world evidence that that proves that there's some kind of life beyond this world, and it could turn everything upside down, and the world could just go crazy, and we can, <laughs> and they could just people just go nuts. Or it might be the kind of thing to help distract from a lot of the earthly problems we've got going on and be something to maybe help people to see beyond the stuff we've got going on right That'll now. That'll never happen. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> That's why we haven't been to Mars when we're supposed to go to the fucking moon again. People don't care about that, man. They just want to fucking... Instant gratification. Yeah, and they just want to fight on Facebook about politics. They don't want to do anything <laughs> about it, you know? It's... Yeah, I guess. I guess I'm being optimistic, but... I hope you're right. I do, but I, I I've wanted this for since I was a kid, man, but yeah. As I've grown older, it's just been like more like it's never going to happen, it's never going to happen and I don't know. Yeah. Well, and it's like and I've always been the person that says I don't blame the governments for not telling us about this stuff because people may not be able to handle it. Look what happened with War of the Worlds, yeah. right. that, you know, right. people fuck and I mean they should have realized that was phony, but, you know, people. Um, but I, I don't know. There's a part of me that thinks, like, the longer and longer and longer they hold out and don't admit to having any knowledge. I'm not saying they're going to come out and tell us the whole shebang and be like, oh, yeah, we've talked to aliens for years now. and We've got them over here. And I don't think they'd ever come that clean. But just coming out and maybe even just, like, you know, dipping their toe in the world in the water mm-hmm. by saying, "Well, yeah, we actually have some debris that appears to not be of this earth, and you know, we don't know who made it. We don't know, but we know for certain it's not from humans." I don't know. I guess I could see them saying that, but I could see it being more like space debris or. Not yeah. necessarily man-made, yeah, alien-made. Like I a guess, piece of metal that came from an asteroid, but it wasn't actually manufactured into some kind of like mechanical piece or something right. like that. I uh, see, but I don't know. I think they're being pressured into having to prove that they don't that they don't have actual pieces of a hull or a wing or a you know 
or a thigh or a breast or whatever. <laughs> no, but seriously, like a piece of an actual unidentified craft of some sort or satellite, some extraterrestrial satellite thing. I don't know. I'm just wondering because my thing is if they did suddenly, like let's say we do suddenly get <laughs> visited you know, like in first contact yeah. and shit by the Vulcans kind of thing. If we did finally get visited and then suddenly like all the governments of the world, you know, the major players come out and they're like, oh, yeah, we knew like we knew. Yeah, we we always knew or something like that or or like, yeah, we were prepared for it or we should have or whatever. I feel like in a way that almost would create more havoc than the government coming forward and kind of being like. Yeah, we we do know something like we know something's up with this. And yes, we are kind of working on it and everything, you know, so just we're on top of it. I don't know. And see, okay, before current day, I would agree with you. Yeah. With everything that's happened and how people react to it and stuff like that, I think it's better just to. Wait till you absolutely have to rip the bandaid off then, and all hell's gonna break loose anyway. What the fuck at that point? Who cares? Uh, yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, because you're gonna the get aliens more. are here. Yeah, <laughs> people are gonna riot because they think the world's gonna end anyway, so they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're gonna be more looting and shit. And, yeah, you know, I don't know. What? Yeah, I, and what good would looting do? It what good, what know, good does right. it do now? Yeah, <laughs> like I might only have five minutes left to live before the aliens blow us up, but I'm gonna go get me that 75 inch TV. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's how a lot of people think, man. <laughs> it's, it's true. If I'm going down, I'm going down viewing, <laughs> yeah. you know, like watching my TV. Yeah, maybe. You Except you guys the alien spacecraft is gonna be blocking all the satellite signals, so you can't watch anything anyway. Yeah. Who knows? Time will tell. Like Tom Baker said. <laughs> like Tom Baker said in in uh in the when is in it when he appears as the curator of the museum, he said, Who? News. Oh boy. <laughs> Doctor Who. Okay. Who. You know, maybe there maybe there is a Doctor Who type character. Maybe they maybe. know. Maybe they've That'd been be pretty cool. Maybe Doctor Who has come and told all the governments you have to keep this quiet, you know? For mm -hmm. there could be all sorts of like logical reasons why they've kept it quiet. Treaties with, you know, extraterrestrials and stuff like that. Like Eisenhower in the 50s. Right? Right? <laughs> right? I mean, who knows? Who knows? All that stuff sounds so far-fetched, but sometimes it's the far-fetched stuff that tends to be true and the mundane that isn't, you know? Mm -hmm. So, as you always say, time will tell. What do you suggest? And all right, it's about time for our What Do You Suggest segment where we like to recommend, suggest, softly suggest with a little fist in our hand, <laughs> something you better check out, bub. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, we have uh, things every episode we like to recommend something. It could be TV, movie, book, podcast, and all kinds of things, toys, whatever, music. Food. Food, yeah, we've we've done that a couple times. That we think is worth checking out, and as always, we'll start with Beetle. So I just saw this documentary called Rewind This. Yeah, it came out a few years ago in like 2013. It's about the VHS craze and the the beginnings of VHS in the 70s or 80s, and it's amazing the backstory of it and how many. How well, first of all, it was the movie theaters didn't or the movie studios didn't want VHS to come out because they thought it was going to take away all their sales. Right. Come to find out that it actually boosted all their sales in the aftermarket. So right. they jumped on it immediately. But it just brings me back to the nostalgia of me going to Blockbuster and renting VHS tapes based just on the fucking covers. Right. That usually had nothing to do with the movie that you're watching, <laughs> but the cover sold it for you, man. And I just, I miss that. It's not the same just scrolling through Netflix now. Not at all. Me, you know? Not at all. I want to have the box in my hand. I want to look at it, read the back of it. It's mm -hmm. it's just much more fun that way, you know? I used to go to a video store. That, I went to a few. There were a few around, but there was one in Burnham, Illinois, um, which is near Calumet City. Mm -hmm. And it was where we rented most of our movies. It's where we bought most of our VCRs and stuff over the years, and it was called Videorama. I still have Videorama hard shell cases <laughs> laying around my house and stuff. <laughs> And I just, I just loved that place. I mean, I would 
walk through it was like a it was a pretty big place and it was like a maze man like it just a maze of rooms and every now and then I'd come across something that I'd be like oh I never even noticed that movie before and as I was getting older my tastes were changing so I was going back and finding stuff they had an amazing horror section mm-hmm. like and they had done it up like to make it look like a haunted house nice. kind of thing with they had some creature in a cage, like a fake creature in a cage. <laughs> not not a real creature in a cage. <laughs> you know. But like creature in a cage, like and you go in there and it was legitimately kind of scary. Nice. And that's where I yeah, I remember going and just me and my friends like renting things like children shouldn't play with dead things, <laughs> you know, and the fog. And yeah, all yeah. these movies like that, just again, yeah, just happy birthday to me, mm-hmm. you know, just based on the cover. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know if it was good or bad. I'd just look at the cover and just be like, wow, that's that's really cool. Yeah. It's it's a lost just kind of like going to the record store anymore too, but I, you know, especially with the movies, I feel like it's a really lost gem of a of a time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I I know the convenience of being able to go on Netflix and Amazon and all that is great, but it's not <clears throat> it's just not the same, man. It's Mm-mm. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, I get that the tape format probably won't come back. It's no. not practical. No. But just the format of going in, physically going into a place like that and looking through, you're missing out on something. For any of you younger people that might listen to this, I don't know if you do or not. I'm sure we have some. <laughs> you got to take my word for it when I say you are legitimately missing out on it. And if you don't experience it to make your choice for yourself on that, you're just never going to know. But yeah, that's it's a that's a very cool documentary. I've seen bits and pieces of it that came out like yeah six seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good good suggestion. Man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that one out. Yeah. And by the way, Betamax is still superior to VHS. Uh, they did get into Betamax in this film because so. Betamax was superior, and they just got <laughs> fucked over. But we will save that for a whole other oh, episode. <laughs> There's a rant coming. A, I am a Betamax warrior. Okay, <laughs> and Laserdisc was awesome too. Vito knows about Laserdiscs. You gave me all I yours. I gave you a bunch, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, you did, man. And I've still got them. <laughs> anyway, Megan. Yes? What do you have to suggest? I am going to suggest a little TV series on Netflix. Right. Um, called Lock and Key. Mm. I've heard of it. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. It's amazing. Okay. I'll tell you that much. Um, it was, it's a novel ri- originally written by Joe Hill. Mm-hmm. And he does make a little appearance in oh, it. Nice. Okay, just like his father <laughs> just would. Just like his father. It was, I think, I think it was the last episode. I can't remember now, but it was towards the end. Nice. It was really cool. But it's about this family. Um, the father gets murdered um, by one of his students because he's a um, a teacher or a principal or something like that, and um, they end up moving to the father's family home. It's a ways away because they wanted to. Um, feel closer to him and have him still mm-hmm. in their lives and stuff right. like that. Um, and it's this big, creepy old mansion. It's really cool on the, on a bluff by the ocean and stuff like that. And, but they, the kids starting with the youngest end up, he hears whispers. Okay. And it leads him to all these different keys in the house mm. and they're magical keys you put them in doors, and each key does something different. Like one lights things on fire instantaneously. One um, will take you anywhere. If you've, you've been there, you've seen it, you turn it. It's like, I want to go here. Gotcha. Like an ice cream shop or whatever because it's a little kid. You go through the door, and you're in the nice. wherever you were, wanted to go. And um, one, you put it in the back of your neck, <laughs> and you turn it, and you go in your mind. Oh. Yeah, it, it was. It's really, really interesting. It's ten, ten episodes. Okay. Um, and the last one, oh my god, the last one was so good. Okay. Yeah. Don't had, say what it is. Don't <laughs> spoil yeah, it. I had these. Don't spoil it. <laughs> it's so good. I want to tell you about it. Yeah. No. No, but it, it's really good. And so the younger kid eventually gets his two older siblings to help him and keep track of them and they end up like kind of trying to shut him out and protect them he's like fuckers i'm the one that found these things i'm doing this but then they come across this demon that wants all the keys and he keeps trying mm. to take them from them and yeah Don't and then it all kind of well that it, that's like the first episode okay well, I'm just yeah. so and then it, it all kind of comes together interesting 
Yeah, yeah there, cool. there's demons and ghosts. And now, is this like a family-friendly really thing or no? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because like I said, I don't know anything about it. So. Yeah, it's pretty family-friendly. Okay. You know, there's, it's not it's not gruesome violence. It's not nudity. There's not, I don't just remember cursing. It's more just, fantastical. It's fantastical. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I will definitely watch that eventually. Yes. Add it to the list. <laughs> Add it to the list. It's, it was really good. So my recommendation, I'll keep this brief because I know we're going long here. My recommendation is for a silly show that came out uh, pretty recently and everything. I only just found it. And it is a show called Ultimate Tag. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and it's a game show thing. It's It's basically, it's kind of like a combination of American Ninja Warrior and American Gladiators. Mm. Okay. So they have a team of men and women who are like their gladiator types and stuff. And they have all these different guises. One guy's name is the horse or whatever. And he's this kind of <laughs> long haired bearded guy that acts real crazy and stuff. <laughs> and another one is like this curly haired guy with a big nose and glasses. And he wears these like geeky gym outfit thing. And he's the geek. <laughs> but the whole thing is, is that all of their their warriors, so to speak, are like former American Ninja Warrior contestants and stuff like that. They're all people that do parkour and all that and all that kind of stuff. And they're really fast. They're really skilled, really athletic. And the contestants have to compete against them in these various challenges where they're like extreme forms of playing tag. <laughs> And like tag and like flag football too. I can only okay. imagine. Like where they have to, that you have to, you have these t like literal tag kind of things on you that yeah. hang on you and the other, and you have to dodge the other person and they not have them take the tag mm -hmm. from you and everything. And, and I mean, and this thing gets pretty intense, man. Like people get injured, like contestants get injured. They show times where they, I was watching a little bit of the one episode and the guy was like so worked up, you know, from running around. From Broids. <laughs> <laughs> the one contestant was so worked up and he actually like hurt himself. Like I think he banged up his knee real bad, but he kept competing. And at one point he got. His leg fell off. That'd be no, he, no. But he like they showed him like go literally run off set and just start puking his oh, guts no. out. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So. It, you know, I mean, like it's it's pretty it's pretty serious. What's cool too is they're they're pretty short episodes, you know, so that it doesn't overstay its welcome and everything. I mean, to me, it could be two hours long, and I would love it. But I know people kind of want shorter, quick bursts, yeah. and that's what this is. Um, you can find it on Hulu, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a really cool show. It's hosted by uh, uh, Houston Texan. Um, J.J. Watt and his two brothers, the other T.J. Watt and the other Watt. I forget the other. <laughs> Megawatt. <laughs> Megawatt. <laughs> and, and Meme Watt. <laughs> but um, yeah, they host it and it's, it's just dumb, easy to digest entertainment and stuff, but it's actually pretty fun. And since, you know, since we don't have a lot of that stuff right now because of the whole thing going on and, you know, I mean, baseball's playing right now, but to like empty seats yeah. and football and basketball are still kind of like up in the air what's going to happen with them if you're looking for something like that just like something interesting you know give it give it a watch it's it's pretty cool it's pretty fun sounds like fun yeah and i'm a big american ninja warrior guy like i yeah. i love that show and i i watch <laughs> i watch reruns of it even i like watch it all the time yeah. so if you like that kind of stuff you know but this is even more goofy than that like ninja warriors like semi-serious you know mm -hmm. what i mean this is like a little bit more like silly and it's not quite as goofy as like Wipeout. i was gonna say <laughs> it's not quite <laughs> that, that, goofy. that silly golf show or that yeah mini golf yeah oh, what that, is that that golf show oh, oh that's a oh, good one oh i'll no? recommend that yeah. one next time oh, yeah then. it's coming yeah that one's coming then yeah there's a really good one that I'll talk about next time. But for now, you just focus on Ultimate Tag and uh, check that out and work your way up the goofy uh, competition ladder. And with that, man, I think that's all. I think that's all she wrote other than murder. Last thing. Do we want to do we want to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, always comes back to murder. Yeah, <laughs> Unless, yeah, do we have uh, anybody want to recommend a podcast? Because we like to recommend podcasts because uh, it's not just all about us. 
lots of great shows out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vito, do you know of one? Yeah, so there's a podcast called Now Playing Podcast. They're right. a movie review podcast, but right now they're in the middle of a Jack Ryan series nice. retrospective. So they've cool. started with Alec Baldwin and Hunt for October. They did the Harrison oh, Ford Alec ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and they just released their uh, Chris Pine one, which... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember oh, what boy. the Jack that movie's called because I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, they're in the, right in the middle of it, so... Definitely check them out. And they've got, I mean, shows. They've been around for a year, probably at least 10, 12 years or something oh, wow. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're yeah. they're semi-local to us, right? Yeah, I believe they're down by Springfield cool. or Southern Illinois, somewhere around there. Maybe even further south than Springfield, but yeah. And what's it called again? Now Playing. Now Playing. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't listened to it. So. And there's usually three hosts on them, just like us. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. So they're like the OGs and we're the come lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way it goes, man. But all right, cool. Yeah. So check that out. And uh, please, everybody, continue to check us out. We'll be back with more episodes soon. And, you know, as always, like, subscribe, comment, mm-hmm. post, review, share, Patreon. We've got a Patreon. Yes. You Love know. our Patreon. <laughs> we sure as shit Patreon. do. That's for shit sure. Yeah. <laughs> we sure as hell do. Um, so any kind of support we can get or just simply, hey, you know, just come back again. We hope to see you all again sometime. You hear? <laughs> do my little Beverly Hillbillies ending there. No, here's a little story about a podcast that nobody listens to, but we really want you to. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's all i got guys i'm not i'm not good at improvising on that stuff but yeah seriously though thanks for checking us out we will be back soon another wednesday coming soon near coming near you (laughs) and we say adieu good night goodbye